Yo, what up, people? Welcome to another episode of the Cancel Me Podcast. What's up, guys? Come on. You know the vibes. You know the vibes. <laughs> All right. So, on the agenda for this episode, obviously, um, we have the insert in the beginning. And then we're going to get to the main topics. You guys know how this works by now. Oh, yeah. By the way, <laughs> by the way, I forgot to introduce us. So my name is Henzo, one third of the Cancel Me podcast. And I'm joined here by Lungelo, another third of the Cancel Me podcast. And then we also have mm. MK, the other third yeah. of the Cancel yeah, Me MK, podcast. Yeah, I have to give you guys your room to, you know, project. <laughs> but okay, let's let's get to yeah. this insert. Let's get to this insert. So this is what I have for you boys today. Well, for us today. Okay. Have you ever tried to end a relationship or a situationship, but they ended it before you could? Mm. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> mm. Oh jeez. <laughs> I'm gonna let one of y'all go first because I know one of y'all got an ego. Oh damn. Yeah, I guess I <laughs> yeah that happened with me, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah i was in that situation yeah i was in that situation like you know because what happens in that situation is like you know you start thinking about yeah i'm gonna leave this person and leave this person and then they leave you you feel like damn that was a lift that was a lift and then you start feeling like tripping a bit like nah they can't leave me before i want to leave them it's not right you know like i want to leave them first and then you start low-key wanting them back that's how it sort of like developed with me. So yeah, that's that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, for for me as well was the was the ego trip. <laughs> you know, you hit the ego trip. Cause imagine the whole week, the whole week you thinking like, hey, I've got the master plan. I've got the master plan. And you got all your points. You like you suited up now. You're in your suits. You're going to deliver the speech and you're like, okay. This is how it's gonna go down, and then you get there, and she's like, "Eh, sorry, I just <laughs> come, come here to the side. <laughs> Can you join me here to the side?" And then she's like, "Yeah, this, this, this isn't working. <laughs> you need to go. We need to go. Everything needs to go." And then I was like, "What?" You know, you take off the tie now. <laughs> what? You think I need you? You think I? <laughs> You, oh, first, you go you go through the anger you go through the motions you mm. know because you're sensitive now you're like you think you need me nah <laughs> <laughs> and then after you crumble you're like wait baby like come back come back oh, i was kidding oh, you're, like, <laughs> you're like i was kidding <laughs> Niggas get mad hey. childish. You get mad childish over shit, dog. And you don't even know why. You just become a baby out of nowhere. It's like, damn. 
Bruh. Yeah, that's true. I had a different. I have a different experience with that though. Oh yeah. Yo, how to go down? <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I feel a sense of relief. Because yeah. especially if it's something that I've been wanting to do, like for yeah. weeks, and then she does it, I'm like, oh my god. But yeah. obviously, there's still yeah. that, that that bit of like, wow, you doing this to me? There's still yeah. that, that that bit of you know that bit of energy that you guys are talking about. Mm. But mm. overall, it's just a sense of relief. Like, okay, that's done. I can move on now. Yeah. I think it's also because. As, as dudes, we plan like nothing. So like this plan is like one of the biggest moments in your life. <laughs> like niggas yeah. have no plans. Like your whole life, you can probably count all your plans on your hands. Like you can count every single big plan. And then this is one of them and you're like, mm. The, the forces, the powers, the, the higher powers are with me in this. And then next thing, she's like, eh. <laughs> you're like, you're like, you're like, wait, me? My plan? <laughs> oh, my days. But yeah, that's crazy. Oh, I don't know how, how, how other way, because, yo, I'm trying to think now because, like, in the moment of when this mm. was, like, it wasn't an ang- anger reaction or, like, an ego reaction or whatever from me, but it was, like, a more emotional one. Because, like, yeah, this is emotional too, but I mean, like, a more dramatic reaction. Have you all had any yeah. of those? A dramatic reaction to a breakup? No. Yeah. Nah, I don't think so, dog. I'm very... I also don't think so. Well, I mean, like... I mean, like, you know, the situations where she break up with you and it's like, I don't really want it to end. So, like, you're like, uh, are you sure? You know, like, you act like a Google browser. Yeah! Yeah. Like, are you sure? <laughs> like, are you sure? Like, yeah. come on, this, you know? this is a pretty good deal. Because <laughs> 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 I'm trying to think, because then, like... In relation, yeah. Hans, because you know how Hans are. They've planned their whole wedding, their whole life. Mm. So, like, yeah. when when I... Sometimes when I hear about their <laughs> breakups, it's, like, very emotional and dramatic, bro. I'm like, whoa. Like, it's very rare to see an angry reaction. Like, yeah, the, maybe in the first, like, 10 minutes, they'll be like, yo, I can't believe this. But, like, everything they're saying is very dramatic. Like, I can't believe I was gonna spend my life with you. I can't believe we were gonna get married. <laughs> the whole wedding was here. Yeah, you're like, whoa. whoa. Yeah, you're like, this is news to me. <laughs> you're like, I didn't know this. The baby, what baby? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to think oh, of the, the guy version of but like I personally haven't had it so it's hard for me to just try and materialize something now because I haven't experienced that myself so yeah I was just asking the boys so yeah uh, to yep. the audience if you have if y'all know of any experiences like that you know when a nigga flipped out quite a bit of uh, angry and dramatic overreaction just holler at us so yeah we'll drop the I just off. know hmm? of, of my observation the way I see it like I've seen niggas 
be toxic after the relationship. Like, obviously, there'll be that bit of anger at first. Like, oh, you left me? Like, I did everything yeah. for you. I bought you this. I did that for you. I spent money on you. And then I they stay and become the crazy jerks. Yeah. You <laughs> 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 oh, ain't never gonna find another nigga that can buy you a quarter. <laughs> but yeah, like, I never... <laughs> The 30, oh, the 30 rand one too yeah, but yeah hey. like I've never seen <laughs> but yeah like from my observation I've seen a guy flip out and get angry then turn into the toxic ex like the, the ex that just won't leave her alone mm. you toxic get you get the, yeah you get those guys who are like I don't know if you remember that one boondocks ep when the guy's like <laughs> you minus me equals shit <laughs> like you get you get some guys who try because they they see like it's done now now they're like nah i can't leave i have to i have to hit some some mental damage or cause some emotional so then he starts he starts getting into so you really think you're gonna survive without me like you really and he starts saying like you, you don't remember that time when I took when I took you to the hospital. No one was gonna pick you up. <laughs> no one from your family. Yeah, that's oh, that's where the, that's where the emotional family. manipulation comes in. Yeah, them guys are like, hey, they they what are the, what are the puppet masters called? Ventriloquists? Was that something completely yeah. different? Oh, ventriloquist. Yeah, I think that would be a ventriloquist. Yeah. Yeah, he comes, but he he's he's got all the emotional strings. And he's trying to lead them into the into the trap, the toxic cage. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, damn. That's crazy. I, feel, I feel like we've covered the inserts. So yeah. <laughs> just, just to iterate what MK was saying, if any of you have experiences like this or you know of these type of situations and you can relate. Just follow the Twitter at podcast cancel and let us know. Let us know. Interact with us. Talk to us. DM us. Inbox us. You know. You know how to find us. So now, yeah. gents. First of all, mm. I want to say thank you to all the listeners for the support. It is it's noticed, and we just want to say that we truly appreciate it from the Cancel Me podcast team. And now we want to get truly into the episode. This is episode three, Sex Education, part one. Yeah, you know, we, we, yeah. just as much of, as they've been waiting for it, we've been waiting for this. So, yeah, man, it's been a build up, it's been a build up, you know. Yeah, feel like wow. in toxic eggs, you know, this is really cool that we've been waiting on this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, let's get into it. Let's All right, let on. me let me present topic number one. Okay. Topic number one. Things you wish you knew before you smashed. Let me just say that again. Things yeah. you wish you knew before you had sex. Let's go. Yo. <laughs> Damn. Where to start? I think that's the first. 
Okay. Yeah, that's the first thing that I wish I knew. But yeah. Mm, that is interesting. Way to start. I'm, also, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what exactly to say. Because now, because this, this is a heavy topic. <laughs> like, it is. Like, this is a heavy topic. But all right, I'm going to put myself out there. <laughs> Things I wish I knew before I smashed. Okay, first of all, we need, to, we need to go back to maybe my brain or outlook on life back then. Mm. So back then, what was happening, at least in my, in my immediate area, was that when you start, because obviously I have um, older brothers and that, so like when you start to get involved with like older dudes, you start to hear things, you start, you know, like that social pressure. It's not exactly peer pressure, but it's like that social pressure. Cause you like, yo, I'm growing up too. One day I'm going to be like these guys. And they like, yo, you, what you know, little dude, <laughs> you don't even, <laughs> you know, they're like, you, you, you don't even know how to use your tool. <laughs> like you don't even know how to use your tool. You know, that, that like immature guy banter. And then you get into the, you, now you're stressed. Like, how can you be, how can you be flipping a teenager and stressed, dog? <laughs> like, it happens, but like, this type of stress is wild. So now you're like, yo. Yeah. And then at that point, I feel for, for some dudes, how it is, is like, you're more focused on the activity itself. You're not, you're not focused on like everything else that comes with smashing. You're focused on like the activity, like, yo, I mean, mm. this is, this is like a PE lesson. Now. You're like, yo, I need to do, I need to do my hundred meter sprints. <laughs> like, I need to do my hundred meter sprints. How all, all my guys have their times. Uh. I don't have my time. So now you're like, yo. And then for me, that first moment, the one thing I wish I knew before I smashed is I wish I knew it was more than just the physical action in that sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wish I knew it was more than just the physical action. Like, I wish I knew it wasn't like, yo, just, oh, mm. woo, you did well. You did, yeah, we did, we did good. <laughs> like, I yeah. wish it was just more, but, but like, thankfully, thankfully, the, the time I had with and the partner at the time, like, that wasn't the only time it happened. And then, obviously, I learned from it as we went. So I didn't leave someone with a bad experience because that would, that would suck. Because there's some huns mm. now that I'm low-key trying to bag and they've had bad experiences. And it's like, ah! <laughs> She, she's she's not trying to hear it. She's like ah shit, damn. But like yeah, it's like it's so. Yeah. It's like I feel I feel part of a relationship and part of love. Like physical is so important, dude. And then like when people have bad experiences, it's like it's sad, bro. Like at the at the same time, because you like damn. Only if you could see the beauty in it, bro. Because like it's like us becoming one, one entity, that type of thing, bro. So it's like, damn. One of the many things, I feel like intention should have been the, big, mm. the, the biggest part here. Mm. So, like you said, it's more than just a physical thing. Like, um, emotions get put into this as well. Um, so, 
in regards to intention, I feel like you two should be on the same page because I feel like I don't want to be that guy and say in this era, in this generation or whatever, but like in this time, I feel like people don't communicate what they want, especially when exactly, they're vibing yeah. with someone or when, they, when they're in a talking stage with someone. So there's that yeah. thing of, so you as the guy and maybe vice versa. So you'll tell the girl that, well, you won't tell her, but in your mind, mentally, you're telling yourself that, you know what, with her, I'm just going to smash. And then her, she's like, okay, I'm going to smash and get into a relationship or get something serious, you know? So now, obviously, you guys didn't communicate that. You guys are just vibing. You guys are just, you know, you going wherever the road's taking you guys. So this is where the problem starts as well, because now she's going to tell her friends about you as, you know, so I'm vibing with this guy, like he's really nice and everything. And then the guy is over there with his squad, like, hey, oh, so this is Han. Mm. Like, read the tone, mm. like the way I'm saying it. You know what, I'm, you know what I mean when I say, hey, this is Han. Yeah, you know exactly what is that Han? Yeah, is that, that Han? Like, hey, she's, yeah, like she's dope. So now, so now you guys have different intentions and whatnot. So after you smash, and now she's got, you know, emotionally now she feels different. Because mm. now sex is more than just the physical but now you've put emotions into yeah. it as well. Now she's expecting something more from you. And you're not trying to give yeah. her that because you've already told yourself that, you know what, I'm just smashing and then that's all we'll have. I think to add on that, my thing was going to be like that I wish I knew before I smashed was the importance of communication. Like specifically, like in the moment when you're smashing, you know, it's like, like sort of like Henry said, you get so into like the physical action. It's like this like one plus one trying to figure out how everything <laughs> fits together. And it's like, hey, it's not really, you know? So I would tell you just how to like listen and how to speak back and like, maybe not how to, but like the importance of that and like the role that plays in understanding each other, you know? Cause I feel like that could solve a lot of miscommunications and that could leave like people both like more satisfied in that moment, you know what I mean? So yeah. yeah. I wish I knew how to communicate, and I think intention is bi- is definitely a big part of like one of the things that we communicate the most, one of the most important things to communicate. So with that said, have you ever felt like your intention was misread or miscommunicated in a moment? Like you tried to put out a very specific intention or whatever, and somebody read that in a totally different way from how you meant that? Hmm. Yeah, but in regards to that, I like this quote that says, I'm responsible for what I say, not for what you understand. Mm. <laughs> so it's not fully your fault at the end of the day. Hey, fact. Yeah, fact. because now, now let me just let me just make this clear. The what we're covering now is brought now to present times. We're not talking about like back in the day anymore, right? Yeah, we're just talking about the general things you wish you knew before you smash. Because that that quote is very important. Because especially nowadays, bro, like. They, they, ah, you know what? First of all, there, are a lot of there are a lot of people who, because communication definitely is key. Because there are a lot of people who, as you said in the quote, they understand their from their own perspective, but they don't exactly know what you're saying when obviously you guys either agree to do something. Because like when a hun comes over, like you're thinking, bruh, like we tapping like and then things but she's like i've seen now i've seen now and a hun told me as well that if you smash a girl and she stays over 
then you mm. you must be prepared for the emotions like and, and all the investments and all that so i was like yo that is kind of deep mm. and even sleeping yeah. sleeping around someone is kind of deep low key that's like, very deep that's yeah. very deep like sleeping in the same same bed with the person that's all that's so yo that's so vulnerable that's so exposed dog you're just out there like you can do anything in that moment so yes yeah, yeah. is very deep cuz that's also like hmm. a form I didn't know of that. trust that's a form of trust because yeah. you're trusting this person to behave while, <laughs> while you're sleeping. Like when I, yeah. when I started thinking of it like that, I was like, yo, this is kind of crazy. <laughs> I, don't think, yeah. I don't think I'm going to be having people sleep next to me anymore. Because <laughs> as I said in the previous, MK, MK, you're laughing. Yeah, but, what up? But you also had an ex that tried to kill you. <laughs> yo. yo. That's what I'm saying. After that, I was like, yo, I can't just be allowing anyone to oh, come, come sleep, rest next to me. <laughs> like, that's, that's too deep. That's, that's way fact. too deep. Mm. Uh, but i didn't know that when i was younger that's 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 what i'm saying like i didn't know mm. like how dangerous that thing was like just leaving it to someone who doesn't necessarily like you you know like mm. that's that's maddie you know i don't know how dark how twisted i can get you know so yeah that's one of the things i wish i knew yeah because I've, I've even been seeing those gifs and memes of like the when the dude's sleeping and the girl's like wide awake and she's just staring at the man and then next thing she cups his nose <laughs> and the nigga can't breathe and then he's like yo and then he wakes up and she's like oh my god what happened she's like what happened i'm like whoa bro like now now i'll be paranoid now low-key i'll be having these tra- traumatic images now because i'm like yo what if this girl's just like watching me as i sleep like that's that's too deep and if you go to sleep mm. and she's angry <laughs> oh shit you done. done oh damn you're finished oh, yo is yeah. that why Mar- is that why like when mad married couples are mad each- at each other is that why they like sleep in different beds like it's not like yo yeah it's, it's in that moment it's for safety mm, mm. yeah maybe it's like you don't know the wrath and terror that i'm about to bring to you like you don't even know mm. but like to go back to what you were saying about what you're saying and what they understand have you ever been with someone where you told them how it is and they like you so much that they interpret it a different way? So like you tell them that uh, I don't necessarily want a relationship, but like I like how things are going now. But if that's not how you want to roll, then it's fine. So then she takes it as, okay, so he's probably not ready for a relationship now, but I can convince him. That's how she processes <laughs> it and understands it. Mm. Like that's how she reads your statement. That's just an example. Yeah, nah, nah, she wild, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna say it straight up. She is wildin'. Cause one thing, one thing um females don't don't necessarily fully understand is that like guys, I'm not gonna say guys like their freedom, because yeah, we like our own space, but we don't like to feel like 
caged, you know, like, the, like you don't like to feel like you're being hunted, like this woman's hunting you and then she just, ah, you know, throws the trap and then you like, you cage now, like, bruh. Yeah, no. And in terms of that, like. St. Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah. And another thing I want to touch on is some people think that um, when people get into a relationship, it's because they know each other. That's for me, you get into the relationship to get to know someone. Cause I always see the statements like, bruh, if, if you're in a relationship with me, that means marriage should be in your head. Like, no, marriage, marriage is coming in my head when I'm certain that, yeah, okay, this was, a, this was a good choice. Like, at least for me as a guy, like I'm not getting into relationships. Like, yo, I got in this because she has mad merit wife potential. Like, yeah, she may, she may do, but I got into this because she has mad potential as like a person, like a female. And then you assess yeah. because they're different stages. Cause then when, she, when you guys live together, then you can assess mm. like, yo, is this going to work? Like, mm, I don't know. I, I saw one of yeah. her braids in the, in the toilet. <laughs> like, I, saw, I saw her hair like, in the kitchen. Like, <laughs> More than anything, compatibility is way more important. Because someone yeah. can be wifey material, but not for you. But yo, hold on. Yeah. This, is what I, this, this is what I want to ask y'all. Like, so neither of y'all have ever met someone and felt like, yo, I could spend like a life with them. Y'all never felt like that before? Obviously. Obviously we felt like well, that's that, but, we, but it's, different, it, it's different feeling like that and then seriously thinking about that. And also for me, for me, for me, ah, bruh, you know, for me, the, whenever I get into those modes, something ruins it, bro. Something ruins it. That's why, that's why I was kidding yeah. around the one, the one episode saying I have a seven month expiry date, but it works both ways. Like it's either I'll reach yeah. that seven month and then I won't be good enough for her or we'll reach that seven month and I'll realize like, yo, I'm dating this, this bin girl. Like, this is trash. Like, she needs to go, bro. Like, I get to that point. Like, there's those two sides. There's no in between. It's either I'm oh, the problem damn. or she's the problem. And this is why this isn't going to work. So I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> come on. No, we being honest now. <laughs> we get into this. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, Jeff. Oh, but do you guys have anything else you want to say on this topic? <laughs> no, nah, I think I'm pretty much good with things I wish I knew before oh, this man. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. We got into a few My other bags. And then we just built off that. All right, mm. we got into a couple bags there. All right, let's move on to the next topic, gents. Uh are y'all ready for this one? <laughs> yeah, get into it. All right. Topic number two. Blisser culture. Oh, mm. shit. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I didn't realize that was the topic. <laughs> Blisser mm. culture. This is... Oh, this is okay. <clears throat> yo, this is another... This is a whole different animal. This is a whole yeah. big different animal. So let's get into. First of all, what what is a blesser? Who wants to give us the definition of a blesser? Hit us, MK. 
a blesser is basically a man who spends exorbitant amounts of money. Well, not doesn't need to be large amounts of money, but it's a man who spends money to secure a woman's romantic interest. Let me put it like that. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Now that now that you said it like that, romantic interest, because they they are obviously two sides to blesser culture, because there's like. That side, like, hey, I'm old, I need young love. Or, you know, you know, yeah. some dudes that are just constantly having midlife crises, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, things are, old. yeah, it's like, yeah. things are wild. 60 year old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 60 year old. It's like, things uh, are crazy. I need a, I need a, yeah. I need a black Audi drop top. <laughs> <laughs> like he just he just been through divorce like he's been through a 40 year marriage and now it's finally come to an end it's like fuck yes now i get to do whatever i want yeah mm. or some or some kids. dudes or some dudes it's their their third divorce <laughs> yeah wow and you like yo how's he affording oh, to shit. buy the drop top audi <laughs> cashed in on the pension and now you got six figures <laughs> but i also want to ask you guys how how do you guys identify a blesser like for you guys personally what do you think is as like in, <laughs> as in the aesthetic yeah <laughs> hey dog you know what it is you ball you got the the ticket shirt the jeans the, I mean, the jeans or the formal pants with the Louis V belt. Yeah, In some cases, yeah. they wear that extremely tight T-shirt. You know that yeah. T-shirt? It's extremely tight. Yeah. <laughs> with white pants and black Gucci shoes. Like, that's an under okay. E-balling. Yeah. And they're parking down the street. They're parking down the street, just chilling, waiting on something. You don't even know what they're waiting for. They're just chilling there with their arms crossed. Like, yeah. Out there with the eyeballs falling and shit. Like, that's the aesthetic, man. That's the aesthetic. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to... It's funny because I was I was immediate... When I asked that question, I was immediately thinking, yo, bold and those big shades. You know, the shades that come... <laughs> yeah. And I was, I was just imagining a dude with wide pants, a tight, yeah. tight... <laughs> T-shirt. Yeah, tight t-shirt. That shit probably expensive though. That's yeah. like six. That's like six grand, bro. Yeah, yeah. man's man's got the Kingsley Heath. <laughs> the Kingsley Heath. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm imagining this bold, shiny head, <laughs> the sunglasses, oh, the Kingsley Heath. The golfer. It mm. needs to be a golfer. The golfer that's tucked into, <laughs> tucked into the white Yeah. Because you, you got to see the belt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with the belt, you know, with the big buckle. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then he's got some, like, some classy shoes on, bro. And he's, you know, he's walking with, like, two phones in the left hand and the wallets and keys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, the one phone's for the tenders. <laughs> <laughs> the phone for the baddies. Yeah. <laughs> one oh. phone for the tenders, one phone for the baddies. So now, <laughs> now, bless us here in Durban, we all know Cubana. Mm. Cubana is mm. like the spot. Mm. Cubana is the spot. 
Because I want to tell you, I want to tell you, because yeah. I, I went, I've, be, I've been to Uban a couple times, but I don't, I didn't go there to bless anyone. <laughs> I'm not there to bless. <laughs> they, they have fire, they have some fire food on the menu. But now, okay. what you notice at Ubana, you rock up there. Now, this is the aesthetic. Just try, try picture this. You rock up there. Yeah. A, a swift gush of smoke hits you somehow. There's no smoke machine. But <laughs> you, you, walk, you walk into this place and you're looking around. There's literally, let's, let me say like there's 20 tables. Let's say there's 20 tables. Hmm. Um, probably like eight of them outside, 12 of them on the inside. Now... Yeah. You see, you see the baddies outside. You're hit by the baddies. When the smoke clears, you're like, "Whoa!" You know, <laughs> fresh, fresh weaves, fresh wigs. The the hands are done up, makeup on point, and you're like, "Damn, this is this is like a melanin heaven. This is a melanin heaven." <laughs> so now you see them all chilling there, all oh, sitting around, and you're like, "Damn, okay, these hands are getting busy." You see the hub. The hub's constantly going because they're waiting for the blesser. They can't order food yet. Or because they already have food, but then they're waiting for the blesser to come settle the bill. So you see a hun <laughs> eating this piece of cake for like 20 minutes. <laughs> small, small. <laughs> now, when you're sitting there, you're like, oh, Yo. damn. <laughs> now I'm not saying all huns that vibe there. Some huns, they can, you know, they, they can handle their thing. But that now yeah. this is blesser hunts. This is the blesser playground. This is the blesser mm. playground. BPG, BPG here at Cubana. So you see, that's when you see when you see, when you're trying to get a table. They're telling you, oh, it's booked up, booked up. Then you see a and you see man pull up in the range with, with two of his boys. <laughs> the blesser comes <laughs> with two of his boys. <laughs> And Loki, he's blessing them too. He's not just here to yeah. bless them. <laughs> you know he picked them up from the hood. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. He's blessing them too. Mm. Now they walk in. These people, te- you know, you're trying to get a table. And then this blesser comes in boss mode. He taps the waitress you're talking to. He's like, yeah, just break off one of our tables. They can have that. You know, <laughs> mm. try, you, you have to give off that. This is my city vibe. This is my city. yeah. <laughs> so now you looking at this guy like, damn, this is like KZN Jay Z. And that's when the that's that's my that's my like blesser aesthetic. He comes in with all that the white pants. His crew's also dressed like that. Maybe one of the boys got the bootleg. You know the bootleg jeans, but they all look basically. They all look like uncles. They look like someone's yeah. uncle. And I just want to say that because Father I want to tell. Yeah, I want to tell the Huns that get blessed. Mm. Like, yo, go go get it, Hun. But like, we mm. can tell when yeah. that's not your father. Like, we can tell when. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say we can tell when that's not your father. 
like this mm, man. Hop out this, the Merc. Mm. Yeah, hop, hop out the Merc on the range. Like the AMG Merc. Like, huh? Mm. Mm, you're mm. like, damn. And no no Han be just looking good every time they're with their dad, bro. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> like, yeah. You're not always dressing up when you're with family or at the mall or whatever. And you can just yeah. tell. Because the man gets out, he fixes the shades, he, he looks around, and you know, the girl's mm. there. She, she's too excited. Like, no Han is that excited when she's with her pops. <laughs> like, no. Oh my god, daddy! It's not daddy, it's daddy. <laughs> hey, yo, but have you ever seen yeah. how oh, crazy the orders crazy. be on the VIP section now? Sorry, mm. you have, have you ever seen how crazy the orders be on the VIP section now? Mad, like they've got the most expensive bottles on there, but doubled. So it's like yeah. two bottles of Ciroc or whatnot. And it's like, shit. <laughs> yeah, it's too it's much. Great. It's too much because, yeah, no. you know, what's this? Um, let, me just, let me just give some people some perspective. Because a bottle of Henny store price is about 350 Rand to about yeah. 400 Rand. Now, in blesser spaces, in blesser spaces, like... Cubana, a bottle of Henny is like close to two G's. Sometimes it is two G's just for the bottle because you know, um, restaurants and that they put 300% markup on alcohol, whatever they that's what they do, they put 300% markup on alcohol. So now Cubana is wild though because that's like two you're spending 2k in a bit like on these bottles and these men, you see them in the VIP section. Mm. You, you've been, hey, what you want? What you want? You know, he's asking the girl, what you want? What you want? I'll, I'll get it. We can get it. We can get it. <laughs> 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 so that's what happens now. He's splurging. Oh, shit. Like you when I'm, with that. yeah, you can't. It's done. <laughs> you finished. You are dust. <laughs> Now, now let's 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 get into let's get into these the relationships here, the relationship dynamic. Okay. Because I feel like we know someone who gets who. How do I put this? We know we we all know the type of hun that like loves money, bro. Like let's not even sugarcoat it. Yeah. We all know yeah. huns that that are. You know, they because they after that that luxury lifestyle, lifestyle. Mm. You know, they after all that the glamorous and all that. So now, my question is, because a lot of things I see when I see Huns that date older dudes or attempt to date older dudes, they always complaining like, "Oh my God, he's he's just never there. He's a like he's providing financially, but never emotionally." And I just want to say, like, you can't you can't date a blesser. <laughs> like, let's be real. You cannot you cannot date. He a has blesser. a family. Exactly. <laughs> and he, Five times out of ten, man has a whole family. This man is being goofy, and you asking for emotional support. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. <laughs> like, you know, it's not like we're judging, you know? It's not like we're judging. I don't like... I find, like, you know, the whole act of getting a blesser impressive, you know? Hans can just get out, look good, and get, like, 
you know what bag that's impressive for me that's a skill but like when i hear some of the complaints around it and it's like how but that's what you got him for yeah you got you got him there for the finance not for the emotions no that's for his family (laughs) that's for his family (laughs) You can't, you can't, you can't bring the home to the oh, hotel. Shit. How do you bring the home to the hotel? <laughs> <laughs> like for real though. Like, okay, we we've clowned these people, but like, it always makes it always makes me baffled when I see young Huns. Like, oh my god, he won't take me seriously, and I'm just like, bro, this 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 nigga's like. 50 what does yeah. he have in common with with 20, 20 year old, old you yeah. yeah this your man big, has lived life your biggest problems oh my god i can't believe snare stole my my assignments and she made it hers and then hey we were both we were both plagiarized like bruh yeah. he ain't he ain't trying to hear that. He's closing deals. <laughs> he's, closing, <laughs> he's closing deals this is and he's raising kids. Yeah, that's why he's just like, hey, hey, hey. Oh, shit. You know, like they they, they don't take they don't take the young huns seriously. Like, because I tr- I also think about it sometimes. Like, how can I take you seriously? Like, I've been through this like thirty times. <laughs> And you're trying to be like, yo, this, this, this. In, so, yeah, in decades, it's decades ago. Yeah, decades, yo. Man's been out here. <laughs> He's been yeah. out. But then flipping the perspective, because it feels like, you know, we're bashing a lot on this blessed sort of relationship. I do yeah. want to point out that, like, as much as uh, you might not get the emotional support from that man and whatever the situation is, it's still a matter of like there's something that he gets from that young girl that his wife just can't give him, you know? Mm. Like if he has a wife, or even if it's just a woman his age, there's something that he gets from that female, from that woman, from that 21-year-old girl that his wife won't do for him. It can be sexual, it can be emotional, it can be just in terms of like someone to listen to, you know? And yeah. I feel like that's where the space where the exchange sort of, sort of happens. Like, yeah, yeah, the blessed gives you the money and the blessed doesn't give you any emotional support, but you also give the blessed something that he can't find where he's already living. So yeah, so that's my basically. view on blessed culture just as a whole. Ah, service makes it sound uh, sketchy. <laughs> wait, uh, but in some, wait, but in some places, in some like parts, it is a service. Like you get, I remember there was there were these girls that used to post like there was a time where girls were posting DMs and stuff from blisses. Mm-hmm. So basically, they message them on the DMs and they're like, um, "So I'm going to Joburg, I'm going to Dubai. I want you to come with me. I'll give you like twenty grand. I'll give you more, but you, um, in exchange, you have to allow me to eat your ass when you eat my ass oh. or something. It's something wild." <laughs> So that's why these DMs are wild. So that's why okay, I say okay. at some point it is a service. Yeah, that's a service. Because you're paying for something. That's right? that's <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. yeah. Wow, this is that's like years ago though. Yeah, because yeah, I even remember some yeah. blessed DMs of um because I don't know if you guys saw the thread of Huns that go to <laughs> Dubai. Huns that go to Dubai. It was basically <clears throat> trending because 
they're these African princes and shit. I'm sure, I'm sure you already know where this is going, but they're these African princes that be obviously coming and taking, um, obviously these women, these younger girls and shit, and they'd be going to Dubai and they'd be doing wild, wild stuff with them in Dubai. Like, I remember uh, when the when the new iPhone came out, everyone was like, "Yo, what what are you doing for that iPhone?" We were talking to all the girls that go for blesses, because in Dubai, mm-hmm. the the rumor was in Dubai, girls are getting pissed on and girls are getting shat on and like all these mm-hmm. other extreme sexual. Well, I, I don't I don't call it sexual, but apparently it is. And that's oh, yeah, what was going on in, in Dubai. So people were like, yo, every, there were those memes like, what did you do for that iPhone? Because the iPhone, when it came out, it was like, I think it was like almost 20K, bro. That new, the new one with, mm-hmm. the, with the triple cams on the back. It was almost like 20K. Yeah. So it was like, damn, like, is this, yeah. is this what's going on? Like and in terms in terms of what MK was saying about um blesses just like needing something they don't get at home, that that's true because even some of them some of them it's not always um a favor or a service because I saw, you know the essay the South African confessional page where people post their confessions. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I saw there was one confession about um a girl who was. And I think she's in her second or final year in college. But anyway, yeah. she was talking about meeting a rich dude, obviously a blesser. And basically she was like, he just wanted to take care of her. But it oh. ended up, it ended up the dude always messaged her like, yo, so maybe it's like a daddy complex, like a daughter complex mm-hmm. in that case. Because the dude was just sending her money. Because she would be like, yo, I don't have money this month. And then she ended off the confessional saying she has 200K now in her bank. Because every time she messaged him, he would send her 10K. He would just flex 10K. Wow. Like, like, here, Ma, go get yourself something nice. Like, <laughs> whoa. <Yeah. laughs> That's money, bro. Yeah. That's and what- crazy. What do you think? Like, do you think they're niggas who get blessed? Definitely. Mm. Especially in Parliament, bro. Yo! Like, I know there are stories of niggas in Parliament who are, you know, they, 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 they married, of course, but they like guys too. So mm-hmm. I do believe that oh, there are guys who are getting blessed. Mm. Oh, shit. Uh, I forgot this minister's name, but he got exposed. Like, they exposed the blessee. Like the guy was chilling at a pool. Like they posted a photo of him as well. So at Damn. that point, I just like, okay. So it does happen with guys as well. Guys yeah. get blessed. Yeah, I'm actually not surprised. Cause some dudes yeah, be man. be they be they just be scared to say they gay, even though it's 2020. Like my dude, like just come out. No, <laughs> no yeah, one like, is like. There's a downside to that as well. Oh yeah, there's a downside coming out though. Because even though you still say it's 2020, everyone ex- everyone's accepting. Not everyone is, like, getting with the program. Like, there's guys out here who still kill you for being gay. Yeah, especially, especially here, because the, the African vibe is, like, so... It's, like, um, I guess very, in some cases... Yeah, it's very, like, in some cases, like, um, how... Remember, what's that movie, The Wound? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In cases like that, where it's like 
it it goes against the whole tradition like in in a sense to be gay i guess that's when it gets yeah. shaky so i understand what you're saying yeah although like it is it's a lot of traditions yeah and like it's it's not very progressive right now so yeah, yeah. damn my bad for saying there's certain traditions yeah <laughs> because it's this this goes with a lot of african traditions it's like the main or like the common narrative in most traditions is you know when you grow up you become a man like you need to become mm. the man of the house yeah. so now with them with you coming out and saying you're gay that goes against what you know quote unquote what they built the generation that they built of you know <laughs> expanding the family so mm. yeah i remember I don't why it's very a, hard at this time as well i think i have a bit of a controversial take on that yeah um, let me just let me wait let me just say uh and it's crazy because like although twitter isn't the world or real life but you see like a lot of toxic ass tweets like to do with that like one dude was like yo it's adam and eve not adam and steve and then another yeah. another gent was saying <laughs> um just to, to iterate what you said like yeah you become the man of the house not the men of the house and then i was like yo like these dudes are wild and they need a chill <laughs> <laughs> like at some <laughs> point they just really need to move past that hey eh? yeah for why real. Why why do niggas fight it so hard? Like, why are niggas so concerned with other with what other people are doing with other people's bodies? That's always been my right. weirdest thing. But like, someone had a weird take like, on that. What was, what was, what was the take? They were like, like some of these. Well, I don't know if it's some or most, but homophobic guys tend to be gay as well, like low key. But their way of suppressing that is um, expressing the disgust they have for, you know, the gay community. Yo, I'm not surprised, bro. Mm. Honestly, and I see it surprised. <laughs> yeah, they, you see it, because, like, like just... why do you have so much venom? Like, is yeah. because yeah, like, when, you look at, when you look at anger and aggressiveness, so, most of it either stems from envy or jealousy. So, yeah. like, it's like... And when it hits... Disease. Yeah? And if it hits home... You know, because you know what they say, home is where the heart is. Mm. Mm. So if it hits home, if, you, if you're triggered so much, then it's definitely something that you're going through. But you're, try, you're trying so hard to use patriarchy to, like, suppress it. Facts. Yeah, MK, mm. you were going to say some shit? I was going to say, like, just on the topic of, like, all the homophobia and stuff and, like, culture and stuff. I don't think it's, like... Like, I think about, like, uh, this is going to get a bit... But yeah, I think about like colonization and shit, like the history that we're coming from. Mm-hmm. And we're coming from a stage where most of the culture that we know, it was adapted to a wartime sort of state, you know? Like when you look at people, oh, okay. people live differently in times of peace than when yeah. they do in times of war, you know? Like in times of peace, people explore different concepts and whatever. And then in times of war, there's a very specific like purpose. So when you talk about like growing a family and having kids and all of that, for me, I see that as a direct reaction sort of like to a wartime state where like there's all these motherfuckers who want to kill us, who want to like take over us, who want to like, you know, there's all these people trying to invade yeah. us. So in order to protect ourselves, we need to expand, you know, and that's oh, where yeah. that might come from. That like homophobia, not homophobia, but the embedded sort of rejection of homosexuality might come from. Yeah. It's just people mm. trying to like, but it's only like a recent thing. 
like people die for it like that's the only way that we should be living like homophobic like homosexuality is this huge deal we should get rid of and it's like no nah, dog it's just <laughs> it's just people doing what people want to do you know it always it's always like weird when people are so concerned like where's all this energy to have all this hate to spew all of this coming from like that's crazy man. yeah so yeah that's like my little hot take on this entire subject yeah and also love is like the one of the most powerful emotions there's no way you're going to stop it so my my mm. point is like yeah. why would they even try <laughs> like we've seen what happens over the course of history like even through history they've tried as even Romeo and Juliet they didn't stop that yeah, shit was- Romeo and Juliet stopped that shit yeah yeah and it was by accident it- even that's true. Oh, shit. Yo, we diverse into a different conversation, but yeah, to real. go back to the blesser culture topic. Yo, blesser. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bless is all weird, I, mean, bag, I know that now yeah. we, got, we, got off, <laughs> we got the jokes off with the whole blesser culture thing, but now I want to get into something serious that I yeah. want to, um, okay. a point I want to raise. It's that blesser culture, it comes with, you know, we've already dis- dis- discussed the sick fetishes that come with it but we got to talk about how some men prefer girls younger than 20 or prefer girls like teenagers because that's when it becomes a problem because yeah, the way that's... i see blesser the, the way i see blesser culture sometimes is you know like the definition you had mk like you pay them and they get something in return yeah. so when they're spending money on these 16 17 18 year olds they already feel it feel entitled to them which is sick yeah that is like, sick but it, and i'm, I'm talking that. about to be explicit to be explicit i'm talking about um to be explicit i'm talking about sexual pleasures like 40 year olds wanting 16 and 17 year olds yeah that's that's when it gets really dark because then it's like uh it's like you're you're not just because at that point it's like you're not just spoil you're not just indulging in your own sick um right of well fantasies but you're also ruining someone else's future experiences because like that's yeah, a that's young true. young person but yeah wait let's let's save this for part two because part two is the other yeah. side of the coin the other side of the coin oh, okay, where, okay. We, where we'll yeah, where yeah, we'll the, cover the dark side to all of these topics. Like we'll get we'll dissect them truly. But then yeah, now we'll come better informed. Yeah, we'll come better informed, and also we'll if people come back. Yeah, also yeah. if people have have any messages or things they would like to say around this topic, feel free to inbox us on Twitter at podcast cancel, and yeah, yeah. we'll we'll try get to as much of the things in the in the second part as we can but yeah. yeah let's move on to the third and final topic dumb mm. hey. <laughs> are you guys ready let's go okay. where we going oh. henry all right this is where we going topic number three polygamy and polyamory mm. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Damn, 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 mm. damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh right. my lord! Okay, 
I have a question to just like set it up. Okay. okay. Can you love more than one person? Of MK. course. I mean, the same <laughs> way. Oh. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like, hold on, hold on. Like, 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 okay, this is where it gets a bit dicey, a bit tricky. But it's like, love is like one thing, dog. Like, love is love. You know, like, when you feel love, you feel love. Like, the same love you feel for what you for something that you do is the same love you feel for a person, you know? It's just that with the person, you mix other stuff in there, along there as well. That's why in some relationships, people fall in love with attachment. People fall in love with dependency. People fall in love with control, with resentment. People fall in love with all these other things that aren't love because they mix it in there, you know? So yeah. just because of the fact that there's so many things and so many people that love, I mean, I've got a lot of love in me, dog. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I just got a lot of, a lot of love in me for the shit that I do and, like, just for life in general sometimes, you know? So for me, it's so, very, not easy, but it's, yeah. Uh, so for the love you're talking about, do you believe that that love can be shared amongst, you know, different uh, individuals in the same way? So here's the thing, dog. It's like that love in and of itself, it's like, it's not like me, you know? It's like a part of me that I choose to give out to people, you know, that I choose to, like, send out, you know? So it's something that I'm always, like, sending out anyway, you know? People receive that love in different forms. Like, for me, people who feel my love for them, that's not just, like, that's just how I resonate with them, you know? So I don't see a reason why there can't be two people who resonate with me on that level at the same time, you know? Like, it happens. Like, we might not be yeah. able to share, like, <laughs> my personal space or my personal time. We might not be able to, like, share our personal time just because of the way that, like, shit is configured. But that doesn't mean that the love is in love. You know, you can fall in love with a lot of people at the same time, I feel like. I don't see why not. Like, love is love, dog. Hmm. Right. Okay. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, wait, before, before, wait, before, before, before you move on, before you move on, just one more question. Just one more question. Okay. <laughs> you don't have okay, to expand okay, on this. Okay. You don't have to expand on this. Mm. So do you believe there's such thing as having okay. So do you believe in having a soulmate? Like being that's just the one person that yeah. Do you believe in yeah, the, the, yeah. the concept of soulmate? Yeah, I believe in soulmates. So you believe yeah. in two, having more than one. Mm. <laughs> no, yes. Got him. That's what I'm, Got him. I'm trying to understand I'm trying to understand where I'm trying to understand where your your, no, your definition no. of love okay, comes no. from. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it's like, love is love, dog, and shit, but, like, a soulmate is someone who, in this lifetime, or in this space that you're in, you know, in this body, it's someone who lets you meet more of your soul than you knew before. You know, like, there's some interactions you get into which are like that. It's like you're talking to a person, you're talking to a person, and you end up becoming a better person, more the person that you really want to be, and you, and that's just because you're making them happy. It's a completely selfless thing. It's like, I want to make this person happy. So when I structure my thoughts around what am I going to do tomorrow, next week, I'm going to do it for them, you know? And that's a soulmate in that regard. So I have love for my soulmate, but also have love for people who aren't my soulmate because I can't let everybody in to my personal space to that degree. Like I can't share my personal space with too many people, which is what I was saying. Like, it's, e it's possible to love people, but from a distance, you know? Like, you got love for them, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you can be in relationships with them or you will be in a relationship with them. It's not just... But that doesn't mean the love isn't there, you know? Love is love, dog. And just because you can't act on the relationship at that time, even, on, like, on a level of personal feelings and, like, how you feel about them, just because you can't explore that further or you can't, like, really get into it at that time 
it doesn't mean it's not there. It just means like that's a choice that you made. And if you're happy with it, then you're with your soulmate. And if you're not, then hey, good luck, you know. So yeah, yeah. that's that's how I see it. Is that let me sense? let me jump oh, in no. here. Let me jump yeah, in jump here. In. Okay. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> do I believe in polygamy and polyamory? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. Oh, shit. No. No. <laughs> I'm with Not you, Henry. <laughs> Bro, let me let me tell oh, you something. Shit. When you love someone, they say you gotta love them with your whole mind, body, and soul. Now, when I think, right. let me let me let me present this. There's a one liter bottle. Let's say everyone, <laughs> everyone's being is a one liter bottle, and the contents mm. inside. Let's say. It's it's almost it's almost as full as the liter. Now. Now, let's say you have two hands. You have two hands. How am I going to fill both of those bottles with what I have? That's my thing. I, I just, for me, love and relationships, it's a full-time job. Like, I, I can't see myself. <laughs> Yo. I can't see myself pouring into two bottles at the same time. Like, it's not going to work. They're going to have to fight. I completely agree. They're gonna have to ching chong yeah, chop. Like that's what's happening. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't. I can't. I can't give it to both oh, of you, shit. bro. And now imagine mm. you've got work yeah, as well. What... Imagine you're working mm. as well, and you have to be mm. emotionally available for two hands, two completely yeah. different people. Like these two mm. people need mm. different things from you. Mm. Maybe one is sucking. Nothing. Maybe okay. one sucking your pockets. The other one sucking your emotions. <laughs> maybe one oh, sucking yeah. something else. The other one's also one suck yeah. something else. <laughs> but like that's that's the thing. And then now, <laughs> now oh, let's let's come yeah. to the soulmate. What 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 the soulmate? <laughs> yeah. Because I've oh, noticed, I've noticed something. It. I've noticed. No, I, I per- personally, I believe in a soulmate. Yes, but do I okay, believe always. everyone will meet one? No, like, <laughs> I don't believe. And what happens if you're here in South Africa and your soulmates in Russia? <laughs> because people are trying nice to assume. To yeah, people, uh, the thing about soulmate that confuses me, they assume, oh, my soulmate is somewhere in my city. Because <laughs> then everyone's soulmates will be right there in the city. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. And what happens if there's more dudes than women or there's more women than dudes in the city? Mm. So, so what are we doing now? <laughs> <laughs> is someone just do do some people just have to sacrifice like yeah you 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 take the L it's time for me to get my soulmates <laughs> and then another thing another thing with soulmates I also hate I hate the fake woke and fake woke huns and fake woke dudes that be talking about soulmate shit on the timeline because one Chaka thing <laughs> Chocolate. 
Hey, man, those women are dead. Those women are dead. Oh, my God. Hey, to the chakra hands listening, I'm joking. Please don't drag me. <laughs> they're gonna, oh. they're gonna drag you while playing Erica Butt. They're gonna play sorry cards for me and did something win. Oh my days! You know, oh. you know how sick you have to be to try to try cancel or drag someone while playing like Janae e- Aiko or Erica Butt. <laughs> <laughs> Like that, that music is like for meditating, bro. Yeah, <laughs> she's angry in a calm tone. Yeah, yeah, wow. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Beware, well, that, man. Like anyone who uh, can be angry while calm, that's dangerous. That's dangerous. Yeah, that is dangerous. Yeah. Uh, damn, what, what was your point? What were you saying? Okay, hold on. <laughs> All right, Jids, wait. So, in terms of soulmates. This is my other point to the, to, you know, them, them fake woke huds, fake woke dudes. <laughs> I just want to say, because yeah. they're the ones who are always told me soulmates, but just like, just like what I spoke about, um, Huns need to protect their, their terms, like how some Huns be using Slay Queen or City Girl or whatever to do some nasty stuff. The same hmm. thing is happening here with, with soulmates. Because I know some people who have had five worlds, seven soulmates. <laughs> yeah. And, and I don't even know how many relationships. Like, there's some people who are saying, nah, that's the one. That's my soulmate. But he's just saying that, or she's just saying that to, to tie a man down for a bit and then move on, ship out. So, yeah. <laughs> when we start talking about soulmates, I believe in soulmates, but... I don't I don't think your soulmates is here. Everyone's soulmates is in KZN, in Gauteng, in wherever you are. I don't think that's where they even even if there's if there's someone listening from overseas, bro, your soulmate could be in Africa. You you don't know what's going on. You don't know yeah, what's going on. There's some people who, who who have this history of putting down, yeah, my soulmates, my soulmates, you know. And it's like, bruh, come on now. This is your your seventeenth, your seventeenth soulmate. <laughs> In this month alone, my dude, like, calm down. Exactly. This year, <laughs> exactly. Just because you pick up from groove and she can dance, it doesn't mean like that's your soulmate, bro. <laughs> like it's time. And she likes grape Fanta. <laughs> she likes grape. <laughs> but yeah, come on. So what else you guys got for got for us on this? Yeah, I wanted to ask. Mm. I wanted to ask a question. I love so, when you guys ask. <laughs> All right. So I wanted to ask. So in terms of um, the whole polygamy um, concept, mm. does it? So when people are in a polygamous marriage. Does that break? Does that break the whole idea of having an affair? No. Or being a cheater? No. Yeah. That break the idea. This nigga struck gold. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's like it's not a monogamous marriage anymore. 
you're not just in relationship with that one person or two people. In order for you to find the third, you know, you have to look for relationships outside of what you already have. Damn, Lungelo is launch this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. No, I wanted to get into this. <laughs> Tell yo, so me I've been, what you got. So I've been in a situation where Han was like, yo, let's be polyamorous, right? I was like, uh, I... <laughs> wait, so, I, wait, wait, can I, can I just ask? So it's just... Okay. So it's just her collecting a bunch of niggas and you being one of them. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> oh my god, you're her Pokemon cards. The one with the situation was in my case. Like, okay. like yeah. with the polyamorous bag, it's a very wide bag. Like people can be in a polyamorous relationship with like two people. With like three people, I mean, like mm. with two people at the same time, like that's polyamorous. Mm. And then, like, because sometimes different people do different things for you, you know. Like sometimes you hit like a chemistry that can sort of vibe with three year old, depending on how your life is, depending on like where you are at, whatever, whatever, whatever. And then, so like you're wrong with that, you know. And then some people just want to like, and then some people, yeah, they are just collecting Pokemon cards. But with me, it was more a matter of, <laughs> you know, just to balance out the equation. I don't know, man. I don't really know what the argument was like I, I would be real it's a bit fuzzy now but basically it was just gonna be three of us it was just gonna be the three of us that was the plan but it didn't work out oh. it didn't work out we couldn't because for that exact reason because like when you're out mm. and you're scouting it's like how how far away is this from cheating territory when you're like you're just looking for people to like just be with so yeah that's what it was. that's how i see the situation but i do believe in like not believe in it but like i do think it works for some people or it might yeah it's not like all the time. Yo, I'm just, anytime I look at um, polygamy and poly, 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 I just think of like the Greeks and the Romans of how they used to roll. Like just having orgies. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, orgies (laughs) with the olive oil bars. Now, everyone's, cooped up. Everyone's, yeah. cooped, everyone's cooped up in a temple. So now, and now I'm listening to you talk about um, like the cheat here. That I would be stressed. It just sounds like stress. <laughs> <laughs> everything, <laughs> everything you're saying just sounds like oh. stress. Yeah. <laughs> me, me as a dude, as a man with, as a male, not a man, as a male with pride and ego, I'm trying to imagine myself in a situation where my Han eats Hans she, and she eats mm. dudes. And now, <laughs> and now you're, you're out here trying to scout. I'm trying, I'm trying to see, I'm trying to see the vision there. But like, yeah, a, a, a bisexual hunt is fire and all that. But now I'm thinking in the mindset oh, of you guys sure. going hunting together. Like you want to, you want to add another, another party member. Participant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you want to, like it's a Zoom pizza. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh. <laughs> 
Yeah, it is. It's, it's bad, tricky. I ain't gonna lie, it's tricky. It's tricky yeah, it's spot. deep. <laughs> it's a tricky spot. <laughs> like, it's this a tricky is, spot. <laughs> this is like sports. Like in sports, when you're the star, and now the manager's like, hey, listen, we need to, we need to bring someone <laughs> Because listening oh, to you, man. I'm like, yo, my pride is a little injured here. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to imagine yeah. how how does your girl go about finessing you, <laughs> finessing oh, you into believing that some support is needed? Because <laughs> this is sound this is sound like an RPG now, like, <laughs> like like you're the warrior, your girl is the mage or the sorcerer, whatever, mm. and now you guys need a healer. <laughs> you guys need. <laughs> <laughs> But personally, as a person of simplicity, that does sound like stress. Stress. My nigga. Yo, man. Yo, man. Like, at the time, I was like, okay, yeah. Like, the, 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 the thing is with me, like, with this whole polygamy thing, like I said, I'm a person who's, I like simplicity. So now, the thing is, we all know how like marriages are, relationships are. When you guys fight, you fight. Like it gets deep, mm. right? Like you sleep on the couch and everything. And then mm. maybe a day, two days later, you guys make up, you're sleeping in the same bed. Like everything's nice. Yeah. But now imagine going through that with like two, three, four, five different people. So like, I'm going to fight with this one. We make up. Now I'm going to fight mm. with that one. Then we make mm. up. I'm going to fight with the other one. Then we make mm. up. Like, mm. that's like a lot of work. Like a little... What if they get into an alliance or a pact against you? Now you get kicked out. I'm sure that happened. <laughs> now you're kicked just out. A... And it ain't polyamory. You're just alone. Oh, I was just shit. about to say. That's I was just about fun. to say. <laughs> I was just about to say, what if I was just about to say that exact same thing? Like if they form an alliance, now (laughs) one one hand has kicked you out of the bed, and now the other hand is occupying the sofa. (laughs) Where where are you going? (laughs) The car. (laughs) (laughs) No, but there's another Um, thing, guys. I feel like with polygamy. I feel like with polygamy, it needs money. Yeah. I'm not just talking about a few thousands, a few ten thousands, a few hundred thousands. I'm talking like you have to have a really good bank account to have a polygamous marriage. You got to be able to support your family plus your family. That's what you got to be able to do, man. Yeah. So that is a very deep bag. Damn. And I'm talking about standard of living in South Africa as well. Like school fees are expensive too. So that's why I say like you need Mm. at least a couple mil. I can't, <laughs> I can't remember um, which comedian said this. Like, I can't remember at all. But there was one dude who was like, um, who, he was basically saying, I want to get so successful that I have, bitch, shut the fuck up kind of money. And then he was like, <laughs> and Jay-Z has that bitch and the family and your whole family shut the fuck up kind of money. And then he was like, the only problem is that Beyonce has that Jay-Z shut the fuck up kind of money. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what, that's what all of this is reminding me of. Like, 
Oh shit! Because <laughs> like Loki, oh, say say it's you and and these two hands. Loki, if you're committed, like you're all committed to this relationship, there's three streams of income, so there should there should be enough money. But then, in the case that you guys are talking about, it's you trying to keep both of them happy. <laughs> then mm. that's where you need that money. But now my other question is how. Yeah. When you when you're in a when you're in one of these poly poly situations, I'm just gonna refer to them as poly. No mm. offense, but yeah, when you when you're in one yeah. of these yeah, poly which... situations, who whose type exactly do you guys hunt? Is it the Huns type or is it your type? Because people are always saying, "Oh, Sometimes find the one the that vibes type. that vibes," but that but that must get kind of crazy too. Like, imagine you see a girl, like, because sometimes guys just love to savor in their own stuff. Like, you like to feel like your own dude. Now, imagine you see a honey and you're like, mm, 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 And then your girl is behind you like, yeah. <laughs> you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> See, the thing is, I hear that, and that's, like, low-key a vibe for me. I hear that, it's like, oh, shit, that's actually kind of cool, you know? Like, it's yeah. it's a bit weird, but it's also, like, that's, that's low-key a vibe. Like, if it work out like that, that's how I hear it. Okay, and then now, from my male pride mind, how does okay. it work out if... <laughs> yeah, let me get into this. How does it work out if you guys both decide this and you both chow, um, you both pick pick a girl, I guess, to join your party. But then <laughs> it turns out that the newcomer, the new member is like, yo, uh, you're cool, but your girl co- kind of performs better than you. So like, <laughs> no you offense. Have to go. Yeah, no offense, but like, your roles are gonna be cut down as of today. <laughs> hmm. And she's like, you're in the sucking toes territory. <laughs> you're maybe in the, in the, in the uh, kissing, uh, kissing neck category. <laughs> what happens then? Oh, what, ha- what happens? And also have you That's experienced any <laughs> Nah, <laughs> that's wild. No, no, that's wild. That's wild. Damn, I never considered that a possibility. I just assumed I'd be able to satisfy. <laughs> you see, this man's still in fairy tale oh, land. Shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh shit! Oh damn! That's yeah. bullets, dog. That's that, crazy. That would have that would have murdered my ego. Yeah. yeah, you see, I do, I do a lot of these kind of like my brain thinks about these things. Like, I assess my pride, I assess my ego. I'm like, mm, what would happen? Yeah. And I just like, yo, imagine you just you just the you you becoming the au pair now to to this relationship. <laughs> You pick you picking them up from the mall. <laughs> you at home and they 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 get it, they eating each other out, they doing whatever. You're like, hey, keep the noise down. 
Oh shit. That's, that's my whole thought oh. process. But yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Do, do any of you have anything else you'd like to add? No, the government would be. All right. Yeah, I had my questions. You guys answered them. <laughs> hey, we you. tried. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah. MK, I don't know. Just to like wrap up, I, I just want to clarify, man. <laughs> My stance on polygamy slash polyamory is as follows. Mm. I honestly believe you're capable as a human being of loving two people at one time. It's possible. I don't think you're capable of having one soulmate, but I don't think that doesn't mean you can't have multiple relationships. But at the same time, I understand that because of the dynamics of life and how we live our lives and how bodies are set up and, you know, other physical constraints and then i unless it's like an ideal situation it's very difficult to make them type situations work out so that's where i'm standing mm. you check like i tried a polyamorous shandies and it, it sort of just didn't work out so i'm kind of like nah i'm chilling <laughs> right now but like i think it can work out for some people at some time so yeah yeah mm. uh, just to wrap up on my side again goes to what i was talking about in the beginning of this episode like you guys are going to get in a relationship with someone, if you know that you were built for a monogamous relationship, or if you know that you were built for a non-monogamous relationship, please state that, like, at the beginning so that there's no confusion when you just bring up someone else and it's just, oh, yeah, so this is my second girlfriend. Yeah, like, how, Because at some point, that is, <laughs> that is selfish. <laughs> or, like, or vice versa, a girl brings, up, brings another guy. It's like, yeah, so I want to get a second boyfriend. <laughs> 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 I'll be there like, hey, this better be your long lost cousin. Like, don't, don't come here. Who is this man? <laughs> I'll be like, yo, this better be your sister. I'll be like, this better be your sister. Because, you know, she's going to be like, I want you to meet someone. <laughs> I'm like, yo, this better be oh, your sister. Shit. But... Yeah, okay. And then to me, <laughs> my, my stance to this is, I understand um, having feelings and obviously for multiple people because I won't even lie. Because even when we go through the process of deciding who, like, I guess the partner or the person you want to spend all your flirting energy with through the day, sometimes it's spread out. Like, you know, you go through that trial and error process to find out who exactly is the one that's most your vibe. And in that situation, yeah, you do care for all of them. So I understand um, you can have feelings for multiple people, but then me for love, like love is the activity, the role. I personally don't think I could um, love more than one person because it's too much time. There's a lot of even emotional availability. Like I don't think I could give both of y'all that. And even, I don't think I could give both of y'all what you deserve. So that's like my stance. I have nothing against it. Like, but then, yeah, even, even you, you guys, all the people I always speak about, I always say they need to protect their energy. Because even the poly people, the, the people who are doing it right, like you guys need to protect it. Because there's some people out here that are like, yeah, they, they're convincing. Because I've heard of stories where, a dude has convinced his hun or hun has convinced the dude and then they just wildin' and then like 
two, three months down the line, it's like, yo, I don't even remember agreeing to some of these hands that we've, that we've dealt with. <laughs> but like, I don't remember ever. Sometimes I see she's alone with someone. Like, <laughs> they stressed now. That's why I couldn't do it. I'll be too stressed. And some people are using it as like, as a, as an entry point to be cheating legally, to be legally cheating. <laughs> So yeah, but all of you guys, nothing against y'all, the best to y'all, and yeah, I don't have anything else to say. Do any of you guys want to say something? No. no well, just to the girls, well, I know we covered this culture, and to the girls out there getting their money, do your mm. thing, man. Yeah, yeah. Do your yeah, thing, but that. please be safe. Please be safe. Yeah, even the hustlers and the creatives out there as well, do your thing. And yeah, as Lungela said to the girls, be safe. And then also everyone with, we're still in the pandemic. Everyone seems to have forgotten that. So yeah, be safe out there. And MK, I think you're going to outro us this time. I think if y'all have any experiences with uh, any party situations, any thoughts on hashtag party situations, just hit us up at Podcast Cancel with your experiences, your thoughts. And that's been all for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Hear from you soon. Out. Peace. Peace.